0: Abiso Musiya on SAFM.
1: Before we speak to our guest about the calls for VAR in South African football, let's just take you back to an interview we did with the SAFA Head of Referees, Mr Abdul Ibrahim, just towards the end of last year.
2: Look, we, we, we must understand that um, we are in a difficult period and uh, our match officials have come off uh, nearly five months of um, not being active. When I say uh, not being active, active in matches because we know that match fitness and 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 normal fitness is not the same thing um our match officials had to come into this bubble and you know step into the cauldron of what is the glad africa championship as well as the EPSA, uh premiership and um yes we we there have been one or two mistakes but um on a whole if i look at all the matches that have been officiated uh the match officials have acquitted themselves very well physically and technically on the field of play um well the the we have had fitness monitors or fitness uh, instructors sorry um inside the bubble as well. Mm-hmm. We have been keeping the match officials fit. i mean we have we normally have match day minus one uh physical exercises, then after the match they have um active recoveries, et cetera et cetera um and then we also have those match officials who were not available to be inside the bubble who are also being kept busy. By uh, uh, physical uh, coaches and they are being given uh, physical checks that they need to do all the time. So we we have been keeping our match officials uh, active, um, those inside the bubble as well as those who could not be here.
1: So that's the stuff ahead of referees than Mr. Abdul Ibrahim when we spoke to him last year basically about the standard of officiating. That podcast is up by the way on IONO, uh, FM. and we did reach out to Mr. Ibrahim today to speak to us uh, but he, he has other commitments. Uh, he was very um, kind about it. I mean he didn't like say he doesn't want to speak. He was very honest to say that he's got other commitments. He would have loved to speak to us tonight but he cannot speak to us uh, this evening. And yeah, we were just asking what are they going to do to keep the referees fit before the season started because uh, obviously last season they didn't—they uh, were affected by COVID-19 but it doesn't seem like a lot has improved at the moment. we joined on the line by the Daily Sun sports editor Matthew Simpete who also is an analyst here on SABC's uh, radio station on Mutsuading FM. That's where I usually hear, hear, hear him, uh, Mr. Matthew Simpete. Good evening, Bramette, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight.
3: Oh, thanks very much, Taviso, and uh Compliments of the new season to you and uh, the
1: listeners. Thank you. Before we get into the officiating, Bramet, I mean, you would have been around when um, Mr. Trevor Phillips was the PSL CEO. For you, what memories do you have of Trevor Phillips or what legacy has he left behind?
3: No, definitely, yeah. I uh, worked with him uh, briefly um, and he was... Uh, you know, one of those uh, CEOs, I think, who, uh, I think he knew his job. I mean, let me put it that way. And uh, he was uh, more efficient, you know, himself. And uh, some memories that I share with him, Um at some stage, I remember he once uh, came to uh, our office at Media24. And, um, you know, because I wanted an interview with him, but now he decided not to do it telephonically. So then he decided to come. Um And uh, we had a sit down and we spoke about it. Very rare that you find uh such uh, things happening lately, you know, getting a CEO coming to you, you know, to give you an uh, interview and uh, having some documents, you know, whereby he can show you uh, or to support what he's talking about.
1: Yes, and a lot of people are credited, crediting him for turning the league into a professional um, outfit. Is, do you, do you uh, think that's valid? He should get the credit for that? That's his part no, of his definitely. legacy.
3: Definitely, I remember even when uh, he left, um, everybody wanted him to come back because um, he knew the PSL in and out, and uh, he knew how to uh, monitor all the uh, departments within uh, the PSL. I think uh, he was, uh, uh, you know, ever since him, I don't think there has been uh, any CEO, you know, who can uh, match him, um, you know, since he started the PSL. May he soul rest in peace. Yes,
1: thank you. let's move on now brametism and Peter to what we called you about to talk about the standard of officiating. People are not happy about the officiating in this country. Do you think their concerns are valid firstly
3: <laughs> yeah no, definitely they are um and there's a lot of concerns you know of uh the decisions that have been made by uh referees. you know we can't hide uh, be, we can't hide behind the fact that uh Our referees, most of them, they can interpret, uh, you know, the uh, loss of the game. Um, Even, uh, you know, some uh, supporters, they can interpret uh, the loss of the game better than uh, most of the referees. You know, the men in the middle, sometimes they are making a lot of mistakes and they hide behind the fact that, uh, you know, the game... Uh, we, we we can have our reviews because we sing it on TV. Um, but now they are there. It happens within a split second. But, I mean, there are about four guys who are there. You know, it's him and his assistants as well as uh, the fourth official who are there. But uh, the uh, mistakes that have been done by referees um, in the past uh, four seasons, you know, it has been uh, horrendous. And I, I, I don't know, you know, why uh, Isafa not uh, fixing such uh, mistakes. I know tenda mashikwa um, you know, he was, uh, also the head of reference, but, uh, he was, he, he was unavailable, you know, for, uh, for, for us as the media to question some of the decisions as well as, uh, the, uh, review committee. It was. Like non-existent, you know, most of the time, because they would uh, stick behind the uh, the way that uh, the referee's decision is final, and of which uh, it is. But most of the time, the referees must also make sure that they make proper decisions because football, um, it's a game of billions, and a lot of people are losing money. I mean, just one mistake, you know, it will cost uh, the team their um, 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 their, their, their status in the PSL, or even uh, winning the league, you know, something like that. So, I, I mean, lately there has been uh, a lot of them that we can talk about. I'm not sure if uh, that's how you've planned it, Tavis. I mean.
1: And and like you're saying, I mean, for the past four seasons, you've mentioned and week in week out, there are errors from the officials and glaring errors too. Some say they are only human, and to air is human. Is that understandable that uh, the refs should be allowed to make mistakes?
3: Look, um, they are human as well, you know um you're right i mean it's uh they will make mistakes, but uh most of the mistakes you can see that the referee doesn't uh you know didn't understand you know what he was doing, especially with uh, uh the one that I saw by mr jeovani um uh, i mean the latest one was uh carrots against the swallows in uh the Derby. whereby um uh, he 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 sort of uh Gave a penalty himself, you know, but uh, later on decided not to uh, award the penalty anymore after consulting with his uh, 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 assistant, especially after Fortune the, you know, he dribbled his way into the box before he uh, also before he was seemingly, you know, brought down by Chagusan in Tetua. And instead of, uh, you know, pointing to the spot, then the referee decided, nah, you know, let me go and check with my assistant. And when he came back, then it was a free kick and a booking for... Uh, the fairest player, of which I don't think it's uh, right. Even though we can see, you know, there was no contact with the ball, uh, but there was contact among the players. And according to laws of the game, that if that's such a case, because we are there to play football in the box, and then if uh, you 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 there's uh, some serious uh, contact. And, uh, you don't even touch, uh, the ball, then it, 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 has to be awarded as a penalty, you know, especially when you, uh, interpret the loss of the game, not thinking, you know, like, uh, logically. Because if it was you, then you'd say there was no intended, and then there was, uh, uh he was not intending to dribble the, or to, uh, trip him inside the box. But, According to his profession as a referee, he's got to go back to his books and interpret it and uh, say it's a penalty. I think Paris have got a case you know, to argue there.
1: And there was also, of course, the offside that seemed like a clear offside in that Paris game, but there was another, de- well, it didn't seem like an, an offside, but it was given as a clear offside. But there was another decision earlier in the week in the Swallows and Cape Town City game where the ref booked a player twice. He booked Mbokoma twice when Swallows beat Cape Town City and didn't send him off is that also human error Brahmet?
3: no it's not you know it's uh some sort of uh if i may put it blindly so i would say it's incompetence you know by uh uh, such a referee because it was something that was uh, you, you remember the Langerman uh issue as well you know yeah. it's something that not even Mamlu Sundance alone had to be you know held accountable or responsible for that one but also the fourth officials and everybody else you know who uh, gets the team sheets and everything I mean uh, they can uh, see that this particular player I mean was uh, uh, book, he was uh, not supposed to be here. But with this one as well, you know, it was a matter of uh, being incompetent by the uh, ref, as you can see, because he was even called by the fourth official to come and mm. be alerted that, you know what, you, this guy has got uh, two yellow cards, and now he's got to be out. I remember, even uh, at some stage, it just that I don't remember the, the game clearly, and who was the ref at the time, but there was a player who got two yellow cards, and he played the entire match, and uh, he was... Uh, You know, suspended after that particular game, and the referee was called before the uh, DC or the review committee. So, which is, um, I know Safa, they've always said that that uh, they've made it a point that the referees all the time, every Monday, they meet and uh, they review all the games, especially those ones that uh, had uh, concerns or. Uh, you know the, the the errors on them, and they uh, normally come up with decisions. I remember, I think it was last year whereby they came up with uh, some few, you know, telling decisions where we got hope. I mean, we thought things were coming okay, but lately it's uh, been quiet. I think it, it it was a bit of a. It was a bit unfair, you know, for Mr. Abdul, especially today that you should have been on your show, Tadiso, to come and speak about this one. I remember also hearing him or listening to him when he was uh, defending uh, Jelly Chabani. I mean, about the yeah. other game where... Um, the Chiefs... Uh, penal-
1: was it the Chiefs game? No, it wasn't the Chiefs game, yeah.
3: It, it, it was uh, the Chiefs game where... You know, um, Chipa, I think the cheaper they, were, they were denied um, yes. a, a legitimate goal yes. at the time. You know, after it Meloncuno went down inside the box and he collided with his uh, teammate Eric Matoho at the time. And now yes. uh, the player, Kanye Mokomani, he he he, he tapped the ball or gave the ball direction into the net, but he was uh, the goal was overruled, you know, and uh, the player thinks he was booked or something. Those are the sort of mistakes that doesn't need to happen, especially even if the ref can see that and the linesman say something else. The ref is the one who is in the middle of uh, the the, the, the park. He's the guy who's controlling the game. He's the guy who can overrule the linesman. The, the final decisions lie with him because at the end of the day, when there's a mistake, then he's going to be the one who's going to account for uh, such things.
1: Actually, do you have a clip of what happened in that Swallows City game? Because a lot of people didn't see it. Like I said, I was also at work when that game played. I only watched it on Thursday, actually, and I was shocked. Do we have, do we have it? Okay, he's got it here. Let's play. Let's play. This is Keresy of Supersport. This was the reaction from the commentators. Okay, yeah, it's coming. Supposedly, he's picked up a second yellow card. The referee didn't pick it up. The fourth official's attention has been brought to it. And Swallows could be down to 10 men. Um yeah there's there's no var but i mean can you bring a yellow card this late after consultation Well, looks like they're going to anyway and swallows have conceded a goal in the second half and bukoma picks up a second yellow card
4: and are down another 10 men and we were discussing this off here kevin at halftime we mentioned bukoma needs to just settle down because his remonstration as well with the ref could cause problems and here we have this is the first yellow
1: So basically that's what happened in that game. Two yellow cards, player continued to play for a couple of minutes and then a few minutes later he was alerted by um, the fourth official, the referee, that hey, you need to send this guy off. We're going to take your voice notes now, but some of these errors, Bramette, they seem to follow swallows here. I mean, we saw in the NFD when that that dubious goal in the 3-0 win against TTM which swayed the title and got them automatic promotion. Is that a worry now?
3: look, I think it's just a coincidence. I mean, uh, one may say, remember, even Peter always uh, uh, accused the Kesar Chiefs of being uh, beneficiaries, you know, so a lot of people started taking notice of that, but most of the time, I would say it was uh, just coincidences. It's not like uh, basically it was more focused on Kesar uh, uh, who were the beneficiaries at the time, and even in this case of Solos, I think you know, it's high-tempoed matches whereby, uh, you know, they've sent uh, some sort of a uh, a junior referee, I mean, for such missions that we can expect such mistakes to uh, come about.
1: Okay, let's take a couple of voice notes now. We're just talking about officiating in South Africa. It's not the first time we've spoken about it, but uh, what should happen now? Is it time for VAR
4: now? Hello, Tabisho. I think Swallows are the new beneficiaries now. They are continuing to benefit through this amateurish behavior from the so-called referees. I mean it's such standard of psl you have a referee who blows a whistle and then he doesn't know why did he blow it changes his mind i mean that was so amateurish embarrassing to say the least that's pemen in kuruma
2: <laughs> sure member i won't say it's pirates. i'll just say yeah, uh, standard of officiating in south africa leaves so much to be desired. But, you see, the sooner we we, 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 we we employ these officials full-time, the better in my view. Uh, I can tell you now that most of our referees or officials do not know how to apply simple laws. Simple, simple laws. If you can ask someone about law 12, they won't even tell you what law 12 is. The CBJC I will live and direct from Pretoria. Thank you.
4: Evening the member to learn here from Holland. We really need the VAR now in South Africa to save the coaches' job and also to make the referee's job simpler. We're not replacing them but to helping them to make better decisions in the game. Thanks to learn from Holland. Member, what you just said is uh, truly worrisome. The fact that our professional league is officiated by people who are not professionals. Really, that one is a point of concern. You know, I didn't watch the pirates swallows game yesterday for obvious reasons, but it's like, uh, at least I've managed to see that John Hunter offside. That thing was clearly not not an offside. Clearly not an offside. And we cannot just continue being like and It's like, oh, it's a human error, human error. Maybe it's time we just have to accept that. Like, as much as people are saying VAR is delaying soccer and stuff like that, but we need it. These human errors are going to cost team. Zico Smith from Maga. Tabisa, this is Chose from Maga. I think in terms of VR uh in South Africa, we are miles away from having it, you know. Because look at the standard of stadiums. I don't think there are certain stadiums on comply in terms of VAR, you know. For instance, uh, the stadium in toyando for the home game for Black Leopard. I don't think that stadium would be even suitable for for VAR, you know. So I think before we get VAR, there are certain things we need to fix first as you said, in terms of um, the referees, has to be professional. These guys need to get paid so that they can arrive. They should do refereeing as their daily job. And I think if we can get that right, then I think we can move to other things like goal and technology. Then we can look at VAR, uh, but for now, uh, let's get our referees standard to to, to the standard of PSL.
1: And let's go also go to the lines. Thank you for those voice notes. Keep them coming. We've got Brad Freddy in the Pulukwana. Good evening. Fred? Hi, hi,
0: hi man. How are you? Fine.
1: Thanks, and you, member. Go ahead.
0: Very, very fine, man. Look, uh, I'm, I'm happy that today, as Pirates is losing, uh, they are able to voice out. I know some will want to lambast me because I'm talking about Pirates. Mm. Uh, you know, this thing has been happening throughout last year. Mm. When other teams were benefiting. And I'm I'm, I'm hating the fact of people saying uh, reveries are not professionals and and they are revering on the professional sales and so forth. Look, those people, the fact that they've been given an opportunity to work there, they are professional. And let's not discredit professional people who have taken their time to do the professional work. I'm rest assuring you. If we want to have something that will assist them, let we just propose something. Let's not discredit them, because the moment you discredit a person who's doing a professional work, I don't understand why. I mean, you don't make it, you don't want to make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Mm. Let we not be more on our teams, but more on football.
1: And Brafredi, what do you say when those same referees say, but we would prefer to be fully professional and just focus on refereeing so that we don't have another job to do that can distract us so, so and we
0: can train properly for this job? That, that does not mean they are not professional. He simply, in, in my way of analysis, he simply says we will improve from the professionalism we are in to make sure that we're bringing upon more professional than the professional you see.
1: Okay, thanks for that, that. does
0: not mean, yeah, that does not mean they are not from, those people, for them to be there, they've qualified. They've been uh, examined, they've qualified to be where they are currently. And for people to discredit without giving factual uh, circumstance, it is very boring, I'm telling you. Okay. Let we not be people who are looking at our own teams. Mm. I know very well the fact that what happened yesterday, mm. being as it may, being as a foul or not a foul, it still subjects us to have the VAR as a, as a proposal. Okay, let's leave but. it there.
1: Let's leave it there. Thanks very much there, uh, Bra Freddy. And somebody, with, I knew it was going to come, where is that uh, guys where is it where's that sms that say why does this talk always make headlines when one of the two so called big teams are victims uh, that argument is tired guys if you've listened to us we've actually even done officiating in the abc mutsepe league when it comes to getting into the playoffs and a team must win 25 nil we've covered those stories last season we covered the Pirates' offside goal against Mabasa. we covered those two goals or one goal two goals that were not allowed amaZulu against the kaiser chiefs we covered as i mentioned swallows winning 3 nil against the ttm and the reason that it also makes headlines in the big games folks you must realize that the big teams are the ones that are on tv whoever is the the broadcaster doesn't show all the games like i think they should i think if we have got the rights to a certain league surely you should be able to show us all the eight games that are played on the weekend but they don't show all the eight games and we wonder what happens in the other games because we don't see it people don't see those games and it's even worse now with the journalists not allowed at the stadium Because of COVID, only the journalists from um, the broadcasters from SuperSport are allowed inside the stadium. So if a game is not on TV, think about this for a second. If a game is not on TV, there is no media covering that game. So nobody will ever know what's happening because we're not allowed us that are not a super sport or they're not a part of the rights holder to attend matches so think about it and maybe it will answer your question why does this topic make noise when it's only the big teams and i don't know if cape town city and swallows then are also the big teams that you're referring to that we are discussing now but Bramet, there are calls for var now where do you stand in this debate we've heard from the league uh, we've heard from the ceo the acting ceo that it's expensive to bring var to south africa
3: It's a a very interesting uh, topic, but uh, it has always been there, and uh, we're not finding any solution for it. Um, The most important thing that people need to uh, understand about VAR is that uh, VAR equipment doesn't come cheap, and of which uh, maybe in the PSL we don't have... uh, such money. The PSL might be a multi-billion rent uh, business, but now when it comes to uh, such equipment, it won't be cheap. I mean, it's not like a lot of people are just seeing that television screen sitting there, the referee going there. So they are reckoning or thinking maybe the referee is just going there to watch, uh, you know, the game that has been broadcast and stuff. But now there's uh, equipment there, you know, how to reverse this thing, how to enlarge whatever decisions and uh, how to operate these machines. Now, that is the bigger one um, for us, uh, maybe delaying this thing. I know that the PSL would be very happy, you know, to have VAR. Personally, as uh, you were saying, I think a VAR will come in handy in uh, the PSL or in South African football at large because that's where we got uh, a lot of, uh, you know, blunders or, you know, howlers by uh, referees. And more importantly so, you know, in the lower divisions, that's where a lot of things are happening, you know, because we are seeing most of these things, on games that are on TV. Imagine, as we were saying now, like games that are not on TV. You know, what is happening there? The games that are happening in the lower divisions, especially the amateurish leagues, you know, where guys would be buying their way up there. I mean, apparently they... In fact, not apparently, because I've seen some of the games, you know, whereby um, uh, you can see that this was not a penalty, but the referee insists it's a penalty, and it will go, and it will be registered, and that there's no footage, you know, to prove whatever you guys are talking about. It's uh, some sort of uh, hearsay. Now, are in South Africa, I think it's something that we need, but now again, um, as uh, most of your, listen- or your listeners were talking about professionalizing referees as well, you know, it could be another solution, you know, for the PSL, but now for SAFA, I mean, in this case, but now does SAFA have the money to pay these people? uh, Where's the sponsorship? You know, um, the sponsors, are they available, you know, to make sure that the referees are being paid? I mean, will it be sustainable? Or the referees will be leaving their jobs and the next morning they find themselves, you know, not having a job because of uh, the sponsors have pulled out. So it's uh, a bit tricky and risky. So that's why, I mean, maybe SAFA currently are are, are playing it safe, you know, just to have these guys officiating um, um, on a temporary Basis because if the referees were professional, like in the... Uh and last year, before the, uh, the 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 bio bubble, um, the most of the referees that I spoke to have done a lot of um, stories about uh, referees who were not happy because they were saying they were not fit. And by then, FIFA at times, you know, they were changing laws of the game, I mean, this and that. And these guys still need to get those things, and uh, they need to read the laws of the game and understand it and how to interpret them. But now, at the time, the referees were not even physically fit. You know, there were no fitness tests. I mean, for these guys, until they went to the bio. Bubble. I think they were there for about a week. Um, That's when, uh, you know, they uh, were trained and stuff. Though at the bubble, you know, things were a bit better, but there was a lot of mistakes as well. However, you know, we expected that there would be uh, such mistakes, especially uh, after seven months of not playing football. So it's one of those things, uh, Tariso, whereby you need... uh, help, you know, some sort of a help. And VAR will be that uh, kind of a help as well as uh, having uh, referees uh, being professionalised. I think as well that will be uh, able to help because we've got quality coaches, uh, uh, referees, you know. We're talking about guys like your uh, Victor Sungwani, we know him, we know about uh, Victor Combs. you know, your Abondile Tom, we know mm-hmm. Philip Tignani, Eugene Mgruli, um, we know your Tandon Zanzeka. those are big names, you know, in the uh, South African wrestling uh, 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 platform. So, um, such people, we don't expect mistakes coming from them. So, but if Such mistakes are coming from them, like uh, Cavani in this case. You know, we get worried whether um, we're safe. And uh, the clubs are also getting worried whether their brands will be uh, protected or not. So we cannot allow um, referees to uh, do as they please in the game because uh, they are in charge and responsible for that particular game. We don't mind, you know, if uh, you make uh, such a a small anyana mistake, I may say, Taviso, but now again, if you come um, with a huge mistake, like the one that happened this past weekend, and uh, the ones whereby, uh, you know, a Chipper United goal was disallowed. You know, you get worried because uh, the club could have won the match by that particular goal.
1: We're talking to Matthew Sumpete, Daily Sun Sports editor. As we wrap up Bramette now, what are your views on journalists not allowed to attend matches? I know COVID has been uh, given as the reason, but in rugby we've seen journalists attending, in cricket we've seen that they are attending, but in football it's not happening.
3: I think it's a ridiculous decision. I remember we had uh, um, a, a, a meeting with uh, the PSL communication team about this, and uh, it, we were supposed to go there, you know, uh, because currently in Europe, you know, journalists are being allowed into the stadium. Um, it, 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 we don't need to be uh, in a bio bubble. Maybe if they can say, maybe we submit, you know, the uh, COVID uh, test results or certificate, then I'm sure that media houses will be ready, you know, to do that. But. It's a decision that has to come from the PSL, and I think it's something that needs to happen because currently we are being shortchanged, and being shortchanged, we are shortchanging our, 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 our readers and our listeners as well because what needs to happen is that we need to ask proper questions, you know, uh, post-match interviews, not uh, doing this thing virtually only alone all the time because, you know, virtually they can be controlled. I mean, we, 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 we need to cover the game been there you know because uh, it's all about journalism but currently you know the journalism uh, the sports uh, uh, of should i say football journalism um, has been compromised by um, you know refusing for journalists to go to the stadium and doing games off the screen um it's okay you know for some but uh, for professionals like myself then i think it's a bit uh, unfair and it needs to change i think the psl needs to uh, make this decision and uh, very fast
1: Okay, loud and clear there, Matthew Simpete, Daily Sunspot, it's Edisha. Thank you very much for speaking to us also, an analyst on Woods Wedding FM. I'm sure we'll speak to you again soon, Bramet I
3: appreciate it, Thanks very much to the, readers, the listeners as well. Thank you, thank you.